Hi, welcome back to the Employment Schmooze Podcast. I'm your host, Chaim Desser, CEO of Paul Group. In this episode, I'd like to share with employers and job seekers the four main phases of the hiring process. When you understand these stages, you will hopefully be able to prepare yourself better and understand how to navigate during the hiring process more effectively. This week's episode will be part one, which will cover the first two steps. And hopefully, next week, we'll continue to part two. The thought process of both the recruiter and the employer is very similar. We act on the employer's behalf. But a lot of candidates don't really understand what goes on in the hiring process. If they did, then they would be able to put in the right effort, making sure to prepare properly. So the hiring stages is broken down into four phases. The first one is attract. Second one is source. Third one is engage. And the fourth one is select. In part one, this week's talk, we will discuss the first two. Let's start with attract. On the employer side, this is where the employer is branding the company so they can attract candidates to come work for them. Well, if a company is just looking to hire a candidate for minimum wages or hire individuals who just seek any type of work, those who are just looking to be able to put food on the table, then this branding is not so applicable. But if a company is looking to hire top-tier talent, then the company must be presented professionally and they need to show exciting and attractive perks why they are a great place to work for. Some companies focus on showing their great environment, some focus on showing the growth opportunity, showing how the company grew through the years so the candidate should get the idea that they are joining a growing company where there's lots of potential. This is all part of the attract stage where the company prepares itself to be able to attract the right talent. As I always say, that without the right experience and talent to team, Companies are limited in growing. That's why it's very important to work on what I call realistic branding, putting your company in a position to be able to attract the right talent. I hope that employers who listen will understand now why it's also very important to have a professional job description in place, because that also gives the impression that the company is a stable company. They know exactly what they want. At Paul Group, our experienced team put in a lot of effort in making sure that our clients are presented professionally to candidates. We work on identifying the fundamental exciting factors, which will mostly be the deciding factor for the top candidates to want an interview with the company. And of course, it's very important that the candidates can also trust us that we don't sugarcoat anything. We will never offer disinformation about an employer or about a company. A lot goes into the attracting phase to be able to attract the right talent for the job. But it's also important on the candidate side to work on their attraction part as well. On the side of the candidates, your first encounter with a recruiter or an employer is your resume. The first time they see your name pop up is on your resume. And if that is not attractive, then why should they choose to work with you when they get more attractive ones? It's a no-brainer that your resume should be attractive. But then comes the presentation and intellectual attraction part. When it comes to presentation and appearance, we all understand that we're talking about a professional job interview. So what really matters here is that the candidate comes to the interview well put together and acts professionally. Yes, I won't ignore the fact that most of the time it boils down to the chemistry between the employer and the candidate, but that chemistry is mainly about competency. It's driven by a gut feeling of the employer if they feel they can work together or if the employer feels that this candidate is the right person for the job. 
What's even more important is the intellectual part. If a candidate comes prepared, they look up the history of the company, understand the job description, and understand what the company really does, then this candidate's knowledge can be a game changer and make them very attractive to fill the position. We'll get into more detail about this when we discuss the latest stages. Now, let's move on into the second phase, which is sourcing. This is the stage where the recruiters or the employers look through many, sometimes hundreds of resumes and determine which resume is the best fit for that particular position. Most people don't know that this is not an easy process. It can get very complicated. I'm just explaining here what happens at, the, at that stage. So the candidate who understands the basic process can prepare themselves properly. So the first step is determining who has the exact matching experience needed and then who has similar experience. Then we would check who has the exact matching skills requirements. And if we can't find the exact, we'll try to see who has the most matching skills. And here is where it gets more complicated. Speaking of matching experience and skills, when someone has worked in one place, they only have one experience and a few skills to take out to extract from a resume, that's an easy one. But when someone has worked in many places and has had more than one role in the past, then they have a nice amount of experience and skills on their resume. And some of them are hidden between the lines because there is a limit to how much employers will spend reading it. So the more experience a person has, the more valuable they become, but that makes the process more complicated because it gets harder to match all the experience and all the skills, and employers don't have the time to pick and choose them. I personally am a big fan of technology, and I always believed that a great applicant tracking system and a content management system is an important tool for recruiters. I've spent many years perfecting my software system, and I have personally spent thousands of dollars during my years in recruiting. I still update my technology constantly. So my firm is capable of matching and getting a picture of a candidate's skills and their experience in no time. No matter how detailed the resume is or how many jobs they have worked at, with our team's experience and top-notch technology, we know how to pick and choose the right matching skills and experience needed to fill the right position. There are employers who collect resumes on the table, but they don't know how to collect real data from it. They get tired of reading the third resume. Max they will read is five or six of them, or to push the envelope, they will read 10. Usually employers don't need such expensive software systems to match and source resumes. These software can cost millions of dollars to build and we pay a high premium to be able to use them. The employer only hires when they need to. And that's also one of the reasons they leave the sourcing part to the recruiters. My office can read through a few hundred resumes or a few thousand resumes at once with help of our top-notch technology. And we source them via who has the most relevant experience, years of expertise and skills, and who lives the closest and won't require too much travel, and who has the right credentials, etc. But even with top-notch software, we, the recruiters, need to use more the human brain in every search. It is, after all, a great skill to source the right resumes. Sourcing is one of the hardest jobs that recruiters need to perfect. Otherwise, they can be time wasters and never match the right candidates. As they say, talk is cheap. Talking will make you a great recruiter. You have to be able to show the goods. But no matter how intelligent your computer system is, you still need to understand and have the human touch. Matching the right candidates to a specific position is a great skill. 
and I'll explain why. But to candidates, job seekers, first you need to understand that if we don't have your resume in our database, then you never have a chance to even come up in any searches while our team is sourcing resumes. So understand it's simple common sense why recruiters are always asking for your resume. So think about it. When we get 100 resumes for a position that we are looking to fill, we would first put them into our confidential database. And the first thing a recruiter would do is put in the right skills so the right resume should pop up. Imagine it like putting keywords into Google. If you put in the word popcorn, it will show all kinds of popcorn. But if you would put in the word fish, then it won't populate popcorn. It will show fish. Therefore, the most important point for candidates to understand is that you need to make sure that your resume has the important keywords in there so it should always come up in a keyword search. Example, if you are, let's say, a manager and you write in your resume the title manager, then you will always come up on a search if the recruiter puts in the keyword manager. But that keyword alone isn't enough because if we put in the keyword manager and 15,000 resumes of managers pop up with the word manager in it, then how will yours stand out? So you understand you need more than one keyword in your resume. You need to add accounting manager, let's say, or sales manager to be more specific. But don't think the word manager is not important either. Because if the company is seeking for a manager and your resume does not state that you have managing experience or you had a manager title, then you won't show up altogether. Again, we are still here talking about the attract and source stage where you need to make sure you attract the recruiter and the employer's attention. And that is intertwined with the sourcing stage, which is still only the first stage of the hiring process. And it's before they even get to know you personally. It's only about your resume at this point. Therefore, understand that you need to provide the recruiters with the right tools so we should be able to find you and make you even more attractive to the position you desire. So let's recap here. First, employers, your company and position needs to be attractive so the right candidate should find you interesting. And to job seekers, your resume needs to be attractive and your resume should have the right keywords so it can come up on the search during the stage when we and the employers are sourcing your resumes. But as I said earlier, you also need to prepare yourself with the right information about the company and understand the job requirements so you can become more attractive to the employer. We will hopefully cover that part more in the coming episode. And now let's go to a job advertisement. We have a unique position for an accountant who has great knowledge of taxes to run a tax department in a public accounting firm. This job doesn't need much of explanation. If you are experienced in handling tax issues, then you understand the position. The firm is willing to pay 200k for the right experienced individual. Please send your resume to info at pollgroup.com. That's I-N-F-O at P-O-E-L-G-R-O-U-P.com. Wishing you all continued success in whatever you do. Have a wonderful day.